You are listening to Move With Radiance with Stephanie Dankelson, a podcast all about redefining your relationship to exercise, food, and your body by learning how to first redefine the relationship with yourself. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because we all deserve to feel at home in our bodies. Welcome to this week's episode of Move With Radiance. I'm your host, Stephanie, and thank you so much for being here. I, oh, I've i had a week. <laughs> it's been really good. A lot, but really good. And there was a moment where I just had this immense amount of gratitude for, for you and for this podcast and for this platform and just for this opportunity to be able to have these kinds of conversations and for you to be here week after week following along and soaking in the message. And I'm just feeling a lot of gratitude. So thank you so much. I was in San Diego this past weekend, finishing up and wrapping up, sort of celebrating the graduation of my certification program that I have been doing for the last, I guess, really like year or so, basically. And... That over the weekend, it sort of inspired me to talk about today's topic and specifically around just human connection and what it really means to support one another, especially as women, especially as women. And I just had these moments over the weekend where, like, yes, I'm so passionate about ending diet culture, but more importantly, I'm so passionate about helping people allow themselves to be human and recognizing the beauty and the just, yeah, just like the beauty and the differences between all of us and how amazing it is to be human and recognizing that in one another. And because of that, I sort of have had a few downloads where I really am being called to shift my message slightly and open it up and I know I have these kinds of conversations around being human and all of these things around like, you know, perfectionism and numbing mechanisms and people pleasing and expressing ourselves and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, kind of alongside my main message of ending diet culture and helping us find acceptance within ourselves and our bodies and all of that. But I feel really called to actually expand my message and shift and just shift it slightly and Diet culture and all of this, all of these conversations that we're having and the messages that I'm sharing will be wrapped up into it, but I want to expand it a little bit more and, and just dip my toes into what it means to really show up and, and help all of us step into our humanness more and what that really looks like and how we can all start doing that so that we can live a, a life, one, as our fully expressed versions of ourselves, but two, as just freaking humans, right? Like allowing ourselves to feel our emotions and feel safe within ourselves so that we can go after what it is that we want, so that we can have the life that we desire, so that we can have deep, true, meaningful connections with other humans, so that we stop judging ourselves and in turn, we stop judging everyone around us. Like that's the world that I envision and that's like my deepest mission. And so I'm gonna be stepping into that a little bit more. Um, 
I'm not sure exactly what that looks like yet, but I just feel excited to tell you because you are my, like, you are my people, you're my community and, um, you are just here supporting me week after week. And so I just wanted to share sort of what I see shifting and what's coming up in the next however many months. And I, have so many exciting things coming up, especially around the, the, you know, world of like collaboration and supporting other women and, um, just connecting around the similar message and, and spreading this message of, you know, stepping into our truth and creating the life that we want. And so if you've been following me on Instagram, I'm sharing a lot of those collaborations there. I'll be telling you more about those details as well in the next few weeks. Today, I just, because this is fresh on my mind and because this is launching next Monday, uh, well, whenever you're listening to this, it's launching May 27th. If you're listening to this before that or even after, but um, then you'll know it's available if you're listening to this after, but I'm launching an evergreen challenge, which means it's always available. You can sign up at any time. It's going live May 27th, but if you are listening to this after, you can still sign up and get the whole five days of this challenge. And essentially what it is, it's five days to body acceptance and, or five days to jumpstart your journey to body acceptance, because I, I think it's impossible to find true acceptance within yourself with five days, (laughs) but the course that I'm launching or this challenge that I'm launching, the goal behind it is to help lay a strong foundation as you embark on this journey to body acceptance, to self-acceptance, to finding yourself and ending your battle with food, ending the battle with yourself, the battle with the mirror and all of those things. And so what you will get with this five day challenge, it's completely free. All you need to do is, is, um, sign up with your, your name and email. I have the link in the show notes. So also the link is in my bio on Instagram. If that's easier, you will just get five emails, one day, one a day. And each day you will get about a 10 minute video, just sort of explaining the concept, explaining, you know, what you're going to be learning and, and teaching it a little bit there. You'll be getting a meditation. So this is a good, this is a really good intro to meditation. If you've been wanting to get into it or try it, this is a really great intro to it. So you'll be getting, um, meditation and then you'll also be getting some journal prompts. And so the goal here is to use the, all of these tools that you be, you'll be getting in these five days and just help lay the foundation on this journey to body acceptance. And so you'll be learning a lot about how to reconnect to yourself, how to reconnect to your body, what it means to get back into your body, because so many of us are so disconnected, (laughs) whatever word I was trying to say there, trying to say disconnected. We're also disconnected from our bodies and what our bodies are trying to tell us. And we've lived from this, my mind knows best mentality, which I'm guessing if you're here, you know that that does not work. So it's all about this beautiful journey to reconnecting back into yourself, seeing your body as your companion and learning to find true love and true acceptance within yourself now while still going after what it is that you want. What is the life that you want to create? What are the things you see for yourself? What are your biggest dreams and desires? And I'll be helping you get super clear on that and how you can start accessing those feelings that you want to be feeling at the end of it now. So you can be happy and feel freedom and all of these good feelings today and every day as as you embark on this journey and when you finally get to where it is that you want to be. 
Um, I hate placing everything in the end result. My goal is to help you feel the things you want to be feeling now because life's so short to be placing all of our happiness and and results. Um, but it's still fun to go after our goals. So let's be happy in the process. Um, that was a long spiel for what you'll be getting in this challenge, but I'm super excited about it. I'm finishing up the details around it today and I hope you, you sign up and get involved and, and get these free resources that I'm sharing with you. So let me know, um, when it launches and when you're signing up and getting these things, I want to hear about your journey. Don't be a stranger. Really, honestly, I love when you reach out to me and, and, and share what you're going through and share your struggles and sharing your, um, your breakthroughs and things that you're learning about yourself. I want to be your cheerleader. I want to support you. I want to hold space for you. So as you're doing this five-day challenge, send me an email, send me a message on Instagram. Let me know what you're learning. Let me know what questions you have. Let me know how I can best support you. And uh, yeah, let's freaking do this. So with all of that... Today, well, first, I also wanted to say I've been, you've noticed probably at this point that I've been doing a series of solo episodes. I've really just been using this month to get really clear on my goals. And as I'm transitioning from my full-time job to now this full-time job of being self-employed, trying to just figure out what my vision is for the podcast and what I'm seeing and, and, you know, what kind of guests I want to bring on. So the next few months you'll be seeing a lot more guest conversations coming back again. And, um, yeah, I just feel like solo episodes have been easy for me to just share what's on my heart while I'm sort of getting the rest of this stuff in the back end figured out, but you'll just know to expect more guest interviews. I have a lot of really exciting people that I'm super stoked to bring on. There's just uh, so many interesting people in the world, and I just love having these kinds of conversations. So get ready for more guest interviews coming up next month. Today, though, is another solo episode that I... So, okay, so I'll tell you a little bit about this past weekend. And, uh, man, so... I don't know if I've shared much of this on the podcast yet. I I don't think I have my kind of relationship and my, uh, journey with just female friendships in general. And I think this is probably from just what I've heard and talking to other women, it's pretty common to have sort of a weird broken, I don't even like to use word broken, but just like a really, um, not so great view of female relationships or maybe not the best experience with female relationships in the past. And for me personally, um, and I, you know, also with all of this too, I'm also trying to take a step back and look at what my role has been in female relationships, right? Cause it's not one-sided it's, it's two people, two stories, two efforts in these kinds of relationships. And so for a long time, I've always blamed the other person as to why things haven't worked out. And now it's really been interesting to look at the way I've played a role in those relationships. And for me, I think just the way that I grew up, a lot of my deep fears were, you know, not being accepted into groups. And so you know, playing the role of, you know, gossiping so that I can fit in or just doing what I needed to do so that I wasn't rejected and seeing other women as competition and as a threat. And if I'm successful, then I'm not going to have friends. And so I need to be small so that I don't lose my friends because I can't be bigger than them. And, um, 
just the just with different things that have happened throughout my life, I got to a point in my adult life where I was pushing I just kind of associated like, okay, well, if I get too close, then they're going to hurt me. And then, you know, I don't, I don't want to go through that pain. That was sort of my story for a long time. Uh, also, again, not realizing my own role that I'm playing in these relationships, right? But anyways, I just taking a, a so a lot of my adult female friendships was me, you know, getting close enough and then pushing people away. Once I sort of sensed that something was off, I also avoided confrontation. I didn't like to, um, cause any other unnecessary drama, you know, when I got to a certain point or I just didn't want to add any fuel to the fire or I didn't want people to be mad at me. And so if something upset me, I would kind of make up my own story as to what was happening and then sort of remove myself from the relationship or push that person away or, you know, come up with some sort of story as to why I shouldn't be friends with them. And so or I wouldn't speak my truth in the relationship because I was too afraid of saying like, oh, that bothered me, or I wish this was handled differently or something, which I've gotten really good at doing in romantic relationships. But for a long time with female friendships, that was really hard because I was so, so, so afraid of being rejected or not being accepted or something like that. And so it was either I pushed them away or I would suppress my deep truth and speaking what it is that I actually felt. And I, that was how things went for a really long time. And it's been really interesting to start digging into what it means to have true deep connection and what it requires on both ends in order for that to happen. And over the weekend, so this, these women, there's about 40 women who were in this program with me. And over the last year, we have all sort of experienced the highest of highs and lowest of lows in our, our journeys with acceptance with our bodies. And, um, because the certification was not just certification program, it allowed us to also grow and really take responsibility for our own growth. You know, I learned so much about myself and because I was experiencing that with all of these other women, there was this deeper level of connection between them. And it really, I realized it really allowed me to have this safe space where I was able to break down my walls and be my fully expressed self. One, because I've done the work on myself to where I'm at this place where I'm, I'm understanding my worth and where I feel my worth and my enoughness. And I have those new beliefs now of like, okay, yep, I'm enough. I'm worthy. And I can be my fully expressed self. And if I'm rejected, that's not a reflection of my worth. It just is information. And so being in this space with other women, I was able to do that, which is amazing, but also to have other women come into this space and be able to also be on their own journey and to also be in this place of radical responsibility for themselves and their emotionality. It was a really different experience because we were both sort of on that similar level where we can call each other out and say, Hey, I noticed that you're doing a lot of like self-deprecating humor there. That's interesting. What's going on? I'm like, oh, you're calling me out. Okay, cool. Interesting. You know, or to be able to say, hey, I'm feeling really triggered by you. And I know that that's my stuff. That's my shit that's going on. And, and I'm triggered by you because I see you being super successful and I'm not taking action in my own life. So I just want you to know that that's where my energy is coming from right now. It's like, whoa, <laughs> 
that was something I've never experienced before. And it's making me realize like the people that we surround ourselves with and the people that we choose to have in our lives really does make a huge difference in our personal growth. Because if we're surrounding ourselves with people who, who put themselves down constantly or who put you down constantly or who don't believe in what you're doing or the energy shifts, the energy is different. But when you find a community of women or find a community of people who are like, who are on a similar journey or who, even if they're not on a similar journey, but they respect your journey, it makes a huge difference in how we show up and in, in what we continue to work on. And so that's just one point I want to make is really look at the community of people, really look at the, the way you're showing up in relationships, really analyze and, and just be aware of just the different people in your life and who you're choosing to be with and be around on a daily basis. And also look at the role that you're playing in your relationships. I think for me, learning how to take responsibility for myself and my emotionality and the way I show up and what I say and what I believe and how all of that translates into my relationships, that's made such a big difference, such a big difference, not only in the quality of my relationships, but also in being able to like take ownership for my mistakes or be able to say, mm, yep, I was wrong. I'm sorry for that. It just, it's, it, it's really cool. <laughs> it's hard. It's like, it can be hard, but it's really cool. Along with all of this, we did this exercise. I'm not going to give you the details because I'm going to do this at my retreats someday, <laughs> but we had this deep, intense moment of eye contact with another woman in the group, like probably 15 minutes of like eye contact. And I learned a few things in this moment of one, really seeing somebody two, letting somebody really see me and three, how powerful eye contact is. How often do you look like really look and pay attention to the person that you're sitting in the room with, that you're present with. How often do you look in their eyes and like really see them? It's, it's so easy to be distracted today, right? Like I find myself doing this all the time. I'll be with my partner and we'll be having a conversation. We're watching TV or I'm looking at my phone. He's looking at his phone. We're talking about the dog or like, like there's so many things going on cooking dinner. You know, we're not actually there present with one another, looking at each other in the eye and saying like, mm, I see you. We don't do that enough, I think. And so to have that moment of like, really seeing somebody and just being like, I love you anyways, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're feeling right now, I love you and I'm present and I'm here for you and I'm ready to hold space. It was so, so powerful. And then to let somebody see me and to hear them say like, I've got you. I'm not leaving you. I'm here to support you. 
How often do we seek out those kinds of relationships? The kinds of people that are like, uh, like there for you and here and they see you and you let them see you. You break down those walls and you let them see all of you. I think so often in our past, because we've, we've been abandoned or we've let, like people have left us and we have these, we don't let people see us. And I think allowing people to see us also takes a level of allowing us to see us, allowing us to accept parts of ourselves, allowing us to go through the journey of really truly understanding what love and acceptance and worthiness means within our own bodies and getting to this point of like, I'm never leaving you. Like looking at yourself in the mirror and being like, I'm never leaving you. I've got you. I've got you. And having this level of like so security and confidence within yourself just allows and connection within yourself allows you to have those same kinds of conversations with other people. And I really do truly believe that we all desire that level of connection. Like how boring are surface level conversations anymore? And how juicy is it when you get into this conversation where someone breaks down those walls with themselves and you are able to break down those walls with you yourself and have this deep connection over whether it's pain or joy or sorrow or some deeper level of emotional connection. There's power in vulnerability. There's power in letting the walls down. There's power in letting ourselves be seen. I think we've, as a society, have labeled vulnerability as this negative thing, but we all truly want vulnerability. We crave vulnerability. We crave for people to see us. Well, we've said it's scary, or maybe we've experienced something that, that you know, we've then labeled that as scary. But I invite you to take another look. And again, like, do the work within yourself, Start looking at your own stories that you have around vulnerability and letting the walls down around pain. I talk about this in my five-day challenge. This is one of the days we start recreating our stories to all of these different things in our lives that then allow us to step into more vulnerability, more connection, more humanness. And then I want to leave you with this challenge because this is something that I'm also working on. So I was going back talking about eye connection and really being present. I also have another thing I'll talk about next week. If you've, if you've been on my Instagram, you've probably seen the announcement I have around the, the event that I'm running with a few other women around being present and, and bringing mindfulness back into our day-to-day lives. But just look at how present you're being in your life. How many of us find pride and multitasking and being in six different places at once and doing all of the things. And, you know, sometimes that's necessary, but how often do we turn it off? How often do we just sit down and be where we are? How often do we just sit down and look at the people in our lives and in the room with us and truly be present with those people? How often are we quiet with ourselves? How often do we sit down and say, okay, What's going on within me right now? How, how can I be present? We're so caught up in thinking about the past and the future, and that's where the anxiety and the stress comes from. But when we're in the present moment and we sit down and feel how grounded and supported we are in this very moment, 
There isn't anything to worry about. How present are you? How present can you be when you're having a conversation with somebody else? Do you look them in the eyes when you're walking on the street? And I do this, I do this. This is, I, I was practicing this after this activity of eye contact. I was like, oh my gosh, I rarely make eye contact with people because there is a level of vulnerability there. There's a level of being seen. When you're having a conversation, how often do we look around the room instead of looking at the person in front of us and being so present with them, letting them be seen, knowing that letting them be seen and letting yourself be seen. How often do we do that? How often do you walk down the street, make eye contact with someone and look away immediately? I do this all the time. What if we could practice going for a walk, being out with people and making eye contact with them until they look away and smiling and saying, I see you. I'm connecting with you. You're a fellow human. I don't know what you're going through, but I hope you feel my love. I hope you feel that I'm connected to you in some way. When, do you, I don't know if you've ever had a moment where someone has looked at you and has smiled at you just walking down the street, some random stranger, and you're like, oh, wow, that felt good. What if we did that more? What if we were the light? What if we helped someone's day be a little bit better just by flashing them a smile, looking at them in the eyes and sending that energy of I see you? Those are the little tweaks we can make in our lives. When we let the walls down, when we understand that vulnerability is strength, we create more connection with our fellow humans and that's what we're all after in the end. We don't need to hide. I'm excited to be living in this world where this idea of vulnerability and and emotions and all these kinds of things are starting to shift. It's exciting that there is no, you have to be a man, you have to be a woman and you're emotional and you can't be emotional or that means this and this means that. It's like, we're starting to break down these walls. We're starting to break away these standards and start to really see us humans as humans and, and that being a beautiful thing rather than a weakness. So how can you be more present? How can you break down those walls? How can you change your stories around vulnerability? How can you let people see you and how can you see others? That was sort of everything on my heart today. Um, This, again, this kind of stuff really makes me super excited and I really want to move into this direction just a little bit more, kind of talk about this stuff more because what I'm realizing more and more and more is that the relationship we have with our bodies our external body, the relationship we have with food, the relationship we have with exercise is so much deeper. It's a side effect. We're judging ourselves so harshly. We're afraid to be human. We're afraid to not be perfect. We're afraid of being judged. We're afraid of what everyone else is going to think of us. We're afraid of not being in control. And so the relationship we have with our body and the relationship we have with the mirror and, and food and exercise, that's all a side effect of what's going on internally. And so until we address what's going on there, until we learn to have compassion with ourselves, until we learn how to create new stories to what it means to be vulnerable and express our emotions and feel the things that we avoid on a daily basis, until we do that, the relationship with all of these other things isn't going to change. Until we step into our worth, until we step into our enoughness, until we step into truly loving ourselves unconditionally, no matter what the reflection says, until we learn how to fully 
mean until we, until we learn what it fully means <laughs> until we learn what it means to be fully expressed and to act on the things that our heart truly desires until we know what it is that we truly desire I don't think the relationship with our bodies, with the mirrors, with food can truly deeply change. It's all about reconnecting back into ourselves, about getting to know ourselves better and about learning to come to a place of acceptance and love with ourselves to let go of the judgment. And once we start let going the judgment of ourselves, it's easier to let go of the judgment of other people. Because if we can just realize that all of the other humans in our lives are acting from a place of wanting to be loved and accepted, they're acting from a place of wanting to get their needs met, it's easier to have more compassion for those around us. When we can realize that our jealousy is coming from a place of lack within us, when we see somebody and we're jealous of them or we're triggered by them, to see it as opportunity for growth within ourselves instead of blaming it on them, so powerful. All this work puts the power back in our hands. We're the creators. We no longer have to rely on everybody else or blame everybody else for our lives and kind of sit in the back seat and let life happen to us. When we embark on this journey of self-growth and discovery, we are sitting back in the driver's seat and taking life by the handles, by the, <laughs> by the, by the horns, and we're the directors again. And we can maneuver when things don't go our way because we trust ourselves to do so. If you want to learn a little bit more about these kinds of things, sign up for my five-day challenge. I dig into a lot of this stuff a little bit more, a lot more. (laughs) And I'm just, again, I'm just so honored to have this space and I'm so thankful for you all. And I'm just, I can't believe I get to wake up and do this every single day. And it's because of you believing in me and supporting me along the the journey as well. So I'm just feeling really grateful. Just know that I see you and I love you all so much. Let me know what questions you have. Reach out on Instagram and we will see you next week. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you at all resonated with today's message, please give it a share either with a friend or a family member or on Instagram. You can tag me at Stephanie Dankelson. The best way to get this podcast growing and to share this message with the world is through word of mouth. Thank you to those of you who have already shared this podcast. It means so much to me. I appreciate all of you and we will see you all soon.